Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Good morning, boys. Good morning. Morning. Day. You and I are both wearing Elks. I noticed that. I got the Redding section shirt on. You got the antler up one. Yeah, I don't really wear this that often because the day we got them, which was, it was a preseason game, remember no, that? No, it was the first game last year back. Was it? Okay. Yeah, so that yeah. was actually our show anniversary, too, when we had a party at JT's and then took a bus to the game. I was going to say, I got pretty shitty, and I don't know why, but I have a stain that just will not come out of <laughs> <laughs> it's at the bottom, but I have the same shirt. It has a couple stains too. <laughs> that was anyway. actually a Jimmy Rage day too. That was we kept throwing our shirts at him. <laughs> uh, we actually have running section tickets up for grabs yep. today. If you want them, just be nice to Jimmy. All right. By the way, the running section has kind of moved. We now just hang out with Jimmy in the uh, in the north end of the stadium underneath the the, uh, the big screen by the bar there. Yeah. Yeah. But so. this is the best uh, best game of the year too. Rough Riders. Yeah, it always will be the most fun. Well, and they always have they always have pill on special too, right? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, and there's uh, a different kind of chaos. Yeah, I love the Rough Rider games cuz Rough Rider fans are I mean, there's there's some belligerent fans there. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. they get out of hand, but I I enjoy I truly enjoy the Rough Rider fans because they're all nuts. Mm-hmm. They're crazy. <laughs> oh, I'll be putting on my green and white. There you go. You have to for the for the game. The locker room topic of the day. Are you lost? <laughs> <laughs> Old Stifler's mom, eh? Man, I remember when that movie came out. Yeah. I, I was at school and every kid was like, you need to see American Pie. It's amazing. It was, it's kind of like the Porky's for, for Jimmy and yeah. I. Yeah, totally. Although Porky's is a bad movie. Porky's I, doesn't hold up. American no, Pies no, are still pretty no. funny. Yeah, Porky's, I tried, I found it somewhere, and I'm like, no, how did I watch this? Well, I remember we were talking about it. This might have been back when we were on The Bear. And um, we had we had this fond memory of, of Porky's when we were a kid, and it was like, it was like you know, like that coming-of-age movie for us. Yeah. And so I went home on that weekend, and I, I remember digging it up and watching it, and I'm like, this is awful. Mm-hmm. It was such a bad movie, so disappointing. The American Pie movies that, are the, really yeah. funny. Uh, the, most the of first, them. The first one. There's, there's like some of them they of them, did like straight to DVD. Like They turned it into a franchise yeah. where it wasn't the original cast, but the ones with the original cast are, was, are good was still, amazing. Yeah. Who's the really funny guy that was in uh, like Dukes of Hazzard? What's his name? Um, Stifler. Um, yeah. Uh, Sean William Scott. Sean William yeah. Scott. But He's, Jason Biggs is really funny too. Yeah, like Biggs Biggs is good in it too. Biggs has gone weird, right? No, nope. no, he's he was in Orange Is the New Black, and but isn't he like? I don't know. No, I, no, he's he's stayed pretty much the exact same. Is he okay? Uh, Tara Reid has gone weird. Okay, maybe she it, was in those movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like heavy on the drugs and stuff like that. So. For whatever reason, um, Stifler's mom, what's her name? Jennifer Coolidge. Jennifer Coolidge is making a bit of a comeback here, and she's in a TV series or something, right? Called White Lotus, which she's been nominated for an Emmy for. I don't know anything about this show. Comedy show. um, But apparently she is, uh, she's doing quite well with it, 
And so she's kind of in the news. She's her star is back on the rise. Mm-hmm. And um, they did a a piece on her in some magazine, and she she was talking about that role. That was a breakthrough role for her, where she played the milf on American Pie, Stifler's mom, which was the first time I ever heard that term. I don't know if they invented it or where no, it came from. No, it was ninety nine. Milf was around before. Was that. that around in the eighties? We'll have to look up the origin. <laughs> I'll do that right now. Locker room Sa- research. Says it can be traced to the early 1990s, but, but it was popularized by American Pie. Okay, yeah. I, yeah. I do remember it when I was younger. I yeah. do remember MILF being a <laughs> Anyway, and she talked about the fact that, and it... it she probably thought it was a bit of a throwaway line, but now yeah. it's the headline. Now it's the headline from the article where she basically she was like, "Yeah, that movie, that role for me, not only launched my career, but it also was really good for me in the bedroom." And she goes, "I slept with like two hundred people that I probably wouldn't have slept with just based purely on that role." Yeah, just for being Stifler's mom. And you know what? I was I read the article and I'm like, "Good for you, girl." Yeah. Good for you. You cashed in. Well, and I bet there was a lot of younger men who watched American Pie who were like, oh, Stifler's mom. I, I want to be on that. I'm going to yeah. do Stifler's mom. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I am full props, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. full props that she did that. The best response I saw was somebody tweeted and said, want to make it 201? <laughs> <laughs> Living her best life. (laughs) So here we go with the topic this morning. We're tying into the fact that Stifler's mom um, admitted that she had 200 plus sexual encounters after that movie that she probably wouldn't have had. She would have been busy too. Like Mm -hmm. that's a lot. That's a lot of nights. Do you you know what Michaela said when she read that? I told her about it and she was like, 200 is a lot, but like the men... That always brag about their sex. It's always like Ric Flair is like, I've slept with 10,000 women. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that's because she's being truthful yeah. about her 200. <laughs> right? If the but men did, celebrities are always like, yeah, my number's in the thousands. Yeah. Didn't, uh, what's his name? Uh, Gene Simmons. Gene say. Simmons. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, the one that I think might be real is, is it uh, the basketball player? Is it, wasn't there a basketball player that was like a legendary swordsman? Like he was. Uh, compl- oh, really? Yeah. Uh, people will know Magic Johnson. Uh, <laughs> Magic Johnson. I Gene think Simmons claims forty eight hundred women. Forty eight hundred. Yeah. If we did the on. math. It was like two a day or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was. Uh, it's K- Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Was it? No, maybe not. Hmm. There's a basketball player that's supposed to have had like. A, a, like a crazy number of women. Wilt when, Chamberlain. Wilt claims to have slept with more than twenty thousand women. Wilt the stilt, stilt the wilt, or whatever the hell. Is. <laughs> anyway, so what's your number this morning? That's our topic. The locker room topic of the day. Would you object if I said that you were quite striking, Mr. Finch? Are you trying to seduce me? Yes, ma'am, I am. Robinson. All right, what's your number? Do we go around the horn? <laughs> Do we need to? <laughs> Kane said real we men would... don't talk about their number. All right. Uh, well, I'll do my little bit. Okay, so my number, Yeah. if you need it, I can take both my hands and put them in front of you, all right? Mm-hmm. Now, I can take this hand, mm-hmm. all right? 
and I can put it in a pocket. Okay. And the digits left on the hand <laughs> that's still up are sufficient enough to count the women. <laughs> With some leftovers. <laughs> well, like I like I've said before, and I could probably still, with the numbers, with the digits left over, still open a door. Well, you <laughs> you met your wife when you were like 21, right? Yeah. So you were in your prime. Well. And, and you locked it down I with locked, one lady. I locked her down. Yeah. And, uh, and let's just say it took me a while to get to the point where anyone agreed <laughs> to take their clothes off in front of me. Fair. The locker room topic of the day. Hey, tough guy. Stifler's mom. <laughs> well, what's your number? Christy said, only 11 for me. My partner thinks that number is high because he has only slept with four women, including Christy. She said, if we didn't meet in my early 20s, it would have been much higher. <laughs> <laughs> Settle down, honey. <laughs> I would have racked up a much bigger number if you hadn't come he around. Be so early. He got her, right? That's funny. The locker room topic of the day. Stifler's mom. Hey, Finchy. What's your number? Stan says, I have only slept with six women, but one of them was in her 70s and I was 25. <laughs> That I got counts, a, that I got a free barbecue out of it, though. <laughs> so he was going to her house to look at a barbecue. He got there, said, I'm no longer interested. I'm not paying $100 for that. And she said, I'm not interested in your money. Whip it out. No. And he went home with a barbecue. <laughs> he said that it still haunts him to this day. That can't be true. I don't think I'd be able to use the barbecue like every time you're like cooking up a hot dog, you know, you're having these flashbacks like you're a nom. Uh, Stan, you're lying. You still own that barbecue. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. Hey, bro. Hey, man, you're the guy who <laughs> Tipler's mom. Hey, you are a god. <laughs> What's your number? Brian said 47 unsatisfied ladies. It's a high number, Brian. That is a very, very high number. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I think that the interesting thing about um, the, the the conversation we're having this morning is that I think people are being pretty honest. Mm -hmm. This is the first one where I'm like, uh, <laughs> can we flip that four for a two? I don't know. 47. There's a lot of guys that are in, in the 40s, the 50s. Depends how college <laughs> was for them, right? <laughs> Jimmy was in his 40s. <laughs> that counts. The locker room topic of the day. Yeah, oh, Janine, Janine. Call me Stifler's mom. What's your number? She's doing this because Stifler's mom said after she played Stifler's mom, she got to sleep with about 200 more people than she would have. So Yeah. Um, she, she was very uh, blunt about it. She said, yeah. I probably slept with 200 people that I wouldn't normally have slept with. Yeah. Good for her. Adam said he is at three. His number is three, but he's wondering if um, HJs and and yeah. count for partial points <laughs> because if he can add them up, he's probably around a nine. It's kind of like CanCon, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
Like Justin Bieber doesn't write all his songs, <laughs> but you get a point for music. Right. You get a point for lyrics. You get a point for the artist, and you get a point for the production. He's credited for his role in it. And then... Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you get at least a half a point. I think <laughs> we'll give you a half. We'll give you a half point. The locker room topic of the day. Are you ready for me, Stifler? <sighs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Had to play that clip. <laughs> Stifler gets his revenge. What's your numbers? Wade said, this is not Wade Pauloway. This is a different Wade. Okay. Um, from what I was, I had to clarify. From when I was 18. Thank you for that, because I had Wade Pauloway stuck in my head. <laughs> from when I was 18 until I turned 50, I averaged one new girl every month. Then I had my prostate removed, and the resulting complications have dropped my average to one per year. So I guess my number is somewhere in the mid three to four hundreds. Wow. Yeah. Hang on to your prostate, everybody. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> ah, here. He, he had a good life. <laughs> he right? had a, good, he had a run. good run. He did he blow it out? Ask him if he blew it out. <laughs> I don't think you could. <laughs> You got to get it changed out after 300. <laughs> get maintenance. She done. run the miles up on it. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Calling our buddy George. Getting Hello. A che- getting a cheesecake this week. George! How's it going? Good. How are you, my friend? I'm, I'm pretty good. We missed you at the lawn darts tournament. I know you weren't around though. I think you were gone, right? Yeah. You're just you're back. Yeah, I came back yesterday. Okay. I I don't know. I come back on Mondays, and usually Tuesday I don't do nothing because I'm usually a little bit tired. You work well, hard. And yeah, the ground is like terrible. It's rocks everywhere, so it's bad on your feet. I'm getting older, right? Oh yeah. yeah. So I, so every time I come back, something aches. Either this or you that. You need some so, Dr. Scholl's in your shoes. Yeah. Your work boots. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 thanks. Uh, I'm glad you told me. I would have never thought of that. Thank you. How's the not smoking thing going? Oh, I'm smoking right now. I had a problem with the vapes, with these coils. Oh, yeah. no, it's okay. I, 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 I'm not doing it. Uh, I've done it before. I have a smoke once in a while to see that I'm not missing too much. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a good. Yeah. That's a good strategy. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I had a problem with one of the vapes, like changing the goddamn coil. Yeah. Oh, uh, jeez. <laughs> and so, yeah, now I got to learn some other crap. So and, vaping, uh, vaping's expensive, though, isn't it? No, it's not. A, not a, it's half as expensive as. As smoking now. Depends, okay. depends if you're smoking Army Chris's cigarettes or not. Yeah. Uh, what, he got <laughs> <laughs> yeah, five bucks a pack. I used to have them, but those things make me hack like crazy. <laughs> Anyways, okay, you got the instructions on the computer there, right? Well, we're going to, uh, we have to heat up the knife to cut the cheesecake. Yeah, yeah, you're, okay. okay, okay. If you, got, right. if you got like hot water. Yeah, you yeah. can pour it into something like a jug yeah. and then leave it in there for a couple of minutes. Yeah. If not, under the sink, what I mean by running hot water, it's just let the water run. And then cut and it. you put the life under there, right? Don't yeah. forget the, the, the turn in the knife, right? Uh, yeah, we got her. We and got her. Back. Both sides. And it'll cut easier. You're going to get, I bought a form and uh, the proper form so you'll get a, a bigger cheesecake. Eh? We can't wait. Are you going to come and have a piece with us? 
Did you want me? Yeah. Okay, will I get a chance to do start recording my own program? Yes, we're going to. Absolutely. You're our new weekend host. <laughs> okay. Pam okay, and George. Right on. Right on. <laughs> Okay, I'll be George. there probably around 5.30. Five, okay, early. Okay, that's tomorrow. Because I'm used to getting up early. <laughs> Unless I screw it up. Yeah. I yeah. don't think so. All right. Okay? Well, I, listen, we got to like let I you go, food. but we'll, yeah, George. Okay, have a nice day. We'll, we'll, we'll see s- you tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow, brother. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. I actually think I'm going to dedicate this entire week to the Edmonton Gondola because every day now there's a new news story about it. Gondola week, very similar to Shark Week. (laughs) I think it'll take off and finally give the Edmonton Gondola the attention that it deserves. City Council is meeting today to determine its fate. And there is actually a new development with the gondola. Local businessman Scott Hughes has come up with a design to build two mixed-use towers with a second-floor gondola stop on one side of the river. And you know what that means? A gondola gift shop. And a gift shop means gondola merchandise. And potentially, even a gondola glory hole stop. I love that as this gondola gets closer to being built... It seems to become more and more of a reality. The business community is starting to pay attention, and all these business guys are now trying to get involved with it because they can't believe it's come this far. It's almost as if they know that they'll be able to get some money out of the city somehow for it. What? Or they'll be able to hide some money in it somehow in the construction. I wouldn't be surprised if Trump invests money into the Edmonton Gondola. (laughs) This thing's going to get built. It's going to sit empty for a few years, and then someone's going to open a casino in it. I can't wait. Let's do it. The Grant Report is brought to you by our merchandise page. There's no giant gym gear, but we do have shuntwear, running section shirts, glory hole tote bags, and more. Shop by clicking the link on our social media. He's got 10 years of high school, one month of university, most educated member of the show. Show! So scientists have identified that back in June, June 29th of this year, the Earth actually spun faster than normal, making it the shortest day in recorded history since the 60s. I was also reading, Jimmy, that people are concerned about this for some reason. Why are they so bothered by it? Uh, It's because of... The, the acceleration is caused by the uh, the Chandler wobble. Uh, it has uh, <laughs> uh, changed, uh, so what Chandler it has, it's, so it's slowed down. The Chandler wobble is like the ge- how your ge- the geographic poles move. It's it's shifted, so it's changed okay. the acceleration of the planet. But why are people? You didn't answer my question. Why are people concerned about it? Because the the Chandler wobble is also caused by the rotation of the uh, our core, and but if that's changing, it could it could mess with our uh, gravity fields. It could mess with a few things. Okay. If if the uh, Grant, so they're just concerned that the something happened with the Earth, I guess. Well, no, I was. I, 
But but also scientists. I was reading it, and they were saying I, I didn't dig too deep into it, but they but were saying this is not, not good. It's not good, but it's not horrible either because they actually say back you know 1.4 billion years ago, the Earth was actually uh, the a day was only 19 hours. So the the throughout time when the, Jesus the Earth, was around. So. So down in time, he got the a Earth lot has, with a nineteen-hour day <laughs> has sped up. So it's but it's but the amount that I read, it's I read but that the it amount might that have it's to do spelled, with the the glaciers melting as well. Something about the land sense. change. Earth's land is changing, which is shrinking, right? Throwing off the Shrinkage. spin, yeah. But it's only changed one point five nine of a millisecond. But the so scientists get upset about. Any change like that, right? Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, nerds. This is an alien stuff, though. Well, it could be. Of course not. Tractor beam, making us spin faster. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Ninety-five-seven Cruise FM. Our show is more fun than anything, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to change the world at any point, but I, I think we um, give people a little bit of. A break from the world. Yeah, maybe? I, that's kind of our goal when we come in in the morning uh, to to lighten everybody's day. You know, maybe driving hopefully. into work, you just turn it on and yeah, hear well. how many partners people have had in the bedroom and <laughs> what we did earlier this morning. Have a good laugh, yeah. right? I mean, um, that, that's that's our goal. Learn something about shunts. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. A- Occasionally, we will we will dip our toes into a more serious conversation, and mm-hmm. I I think this is one that that definitely deserves to to to, to be had. Apparently, rainwater everywhere on Earth is now unsafe to drink yeah. um, with um, what they call forever chemicals. So, PFAS is the acronym for it. Uh, Pre poly. I'm not going to say the rest of it. Floral something. Alkyl substances. They said they're a human-made chemical that does not occur in nature. And yeah, it's so bad that it's in our rainwater. And rainwater all over the earth, even in the Antarctica, yeah. is not safe to drink anymore. So they're, they're going around and they're testing water around the world. And it, it comes from uh, packaging for foods, electronics, cosmetics. Um, cookware, things like that. And it was researchers in the University of Stockholm that found that uh, rainwater was containing this. So they started to, to test around the world to see yeah. um, if, if, we're, if we're screwed or not. We're going to start screwed. growing weird things out of our body or something, right? Yeah. 15 years, we'll have like an arm out our back. or Well, I know two people that have three balls. <laughs> <laughs> like, two seriously. people. I know two people. Two people. Yeah, and that it's been in the last year where like, I was having a conversation with them and then just randomly dropped, yeah, no, I got three nuts. Yeah. I'm like, what? That's How? whatever's in our rainwater. Yeah. I'm waiting for one to sprout on me, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I've got the room down there. <laughs> <sighs> We're so, we, we treat our planet like a toilet. We really That's do. That's why we need to it's, go to Mars so we can ruin Mars. <laughs> That's why we're planning on going to Mars, everybody. And I don't know what to do. And you can you can decide on how you process this information, whether you believe it or not. But mm-hmm. I think we should be concerned. I think we should be wildly concerned that we we're living. Yeah, they say we're the, living in a time right now, like where 
we're going to start getting warnings about the rainwater and not drinking it. We have a boil advisory, everybody, for rainwater. <laughs> They're saying it's linked to fertility problems, increased risks, risks of cancer, developmental delays in children. Small weenies, too. Teflon. Yeah, that's, and that's plastic part of it. and Teflon yeah. gives you small wieners. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we treat our planet like a toilet, and mm-hmm. it's, it's actually kind of sad if... All kidding aside, it's it's really sad. Mm-hmm. Join the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. You recently revealed that you have a special someone in your life right now. Who Who is the lucky gentleman? We don't, we don't talk about the private life. I have to have one private thing in my life, don't you think? Fair enough. Well, then you know what? Since you plead the fifth, I'm going to take a sip. That is an interview that Martha Stewart did on January 24th, 2002. Okay. Um, so not too long ago, I think she's been sleeping with Pete Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> he does like the older ladies. I mean, 81, but she still looks pretty good. Isn't yeah. she with Snoop Dogg, though? <laughs> <laughs> That's the funny thing about this whole Pete Davidson, Kim Kardashian breakup. It's like everyone's like, oh, who's next? Yeah. Right? Any guesses? Actually, if you type Martha Stewart into Google, you know how it's like frequently asked questions? Yeah. It says, are, is Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg in a relationship? <laughs> <laughs> They're just, just good friends, though, everybody. Well, and Snoop Dogg surprisingly has has got some miles on him, right? Like yeah. he's... He's uh, he's not a young chicken he's anymore. 50. He's in his fifties. Yeah. It's not an outside of uh, of the possibility that Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg could be an item, right? <laughs> it's not. It's really, not. they both have a wine. Yes, my my wife well, they asked have a cooking me. show right on on uh, YouTube together or something like that. They do. They do something like that. Yes, I called my wife um, on Friday. I think I was I was coming home, and I'm like, hey. Um, what wine do you want? And she goes, you know what I had? She was out with my daughter, and they had Snoop Dogg's Rosé. It's good. His and, wine is good. <laughs> I'm like, I like his red. He's got a... Anyway, she's like, I, I would really like a bottle of that if they have that. And I went into the liquor store, and I'm thinking, no one's going to have Snoop Dogg's Rosé. Mm-hmm. But they had it. Yep. They had it in like one of those like Kia, like uh, strip mall liquor stores as well. Well, I think it was a pretty big wine company. That he teamed up with. Was it? Okay. So they had distribution and stuff. Yeah. It wasn't too bad. I mean, it was a little price. I mean, you can get a bottle of white for like 10, 15 bucks, mm-hmm. right? But it was 23. I think you're paying for the name. Yeah. But it sure. still wasn't too bad. I think it was 23, 24 bucks. And she, yeah, she likes it. But I don't think Pete's going to be dating anyone anytime soon because I was reading an article that he's going through counseling right now because of all the threats and and stuff that he went through with uh, from Kanye, Kanye and bullying <laughs> and through trauma training. He's in yeah, trauma, trauma therapy, therapy because of that because of the harassment that he's received well, and threats and it's, everything. It's well, been, all kidding aside, it's been fairly aggressive. I mean, he did a music video. Where he kills someone that looks like Pete Davidson. <laughs> and then when the news came out that Kim Kardashian and, and Pete Davidson broke up, he posted a thing that said, it was a New York Times headline, and it said, like, Skeet Davidson dead at 28. It's <laughs> because he calls him Skeet. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> he took it down after a few hours. Well, this because Kim called him yeah. and said, Kanye, put it away. Our, our kids are going to see that. Yeah. Yay. Put it away. Yee. Ye or ye? It's not yay? Yeah. No, it's ye. No, it's ye. Con Yeah, it's ye. Is it ye or ye? I like ye. It's ye. So wouldn't it be ye? It's the last two letters in his name. I'm literally going to walk off this building if we can continue this conversation. (laughs) 
Milk joining us. How you doing today, my friend? I'm still trying to figure out how do I follow Aqualung. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an easy gig, man. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> um, we should talk about the anniversary. Yes, was it 34? 34 years. 34 yeah, years. 34, years. 34 August 9th, 1988. Everybody remembers the day we lost Wayne Gretzky. You know what I always love about it is on OilersNation.com. I think it was Cam did a story and he does it, the, the trade tree. So okay. they always break down like, hey, we received this for Gretzky. This turned into this. This turned into... It, Cam's like Rain Man with this thing. <laughs> He put in, so yesterday morning, when, again, it's one of those things where we forget every year that it's the Gretzky trade anniversary. So yesterday morning, he's like, I'm going to do this trade tree. Just give me a couple hours. And then three, four, five hours later, he's like, he emerges from like a dark hole. Like, I'm finally done. <laughs> Smoking a cigarette. Yeah, go, go check that out at OilersNation.com. He put a lot of work into that. Baby. It's really kind of fun to read who turned into who and who they traded for and where they are now. and. Like it's like family doing a family tree. They can trade it, all, uh, do it all back to Gretzky. So uh, yeah, he did a deep dive on that, baby. How how do we fare? <laughs> uh, pretty good, pretty good. Yeah. You know, only the greatest player of all time leaving town. Yeah, I was I was just saying just before we we brought you on bag milk. Are we turning into, is Edmonton turning into um, the Leafs, Toronto, where every time there's a player available, everyone just starts talking about the fact that they're going to end up in Edmonton? <laughs> the, fun, the thing that I think is funny about it is how rattled Leafs fans are about it, because the joke that I've been pounding the drum, I've been pounding on this one is like, thank you, Toronto, for polishing off all the rough edges on these guys and sending us the finished product. It's nice that the Maple Leafs are our feeder team. That's the joke I've been running with, but <laughs> Yeah. You know what? Yeah. It works. I don't know why. Like last year, as we saw it, it worked. And this year, I've got high hopes for Jack Campbell. Who knows who yeah. else we get? I'm still on the Phil Kessel train. <laughs> Bring them down. We've got hot dogs for everybody. They actually released, um, there was a betting company that did the odds on where players are going to end up. And they have uh, the Oilers not only getting Phil Kessel, but P.K. Subban as Subban's well. Subban's coming to town now, too. <laughs> yeah, let's bring them all in. Why not? Every player that the Leafs have ever wanted, let's bring him in just to annoy them. Fantastic. <laughs> like, yeah. Let's just, it's a bit of a pipe dream, but is there an outside chance? Like, There isn't, is there, that we get a guy like Subban or, or Kessel? The way, so we talked about this on Oilers Nation Radio last Friday. That's my podcast that we do. Um, we just, we talked about this as you would have to trade a guy like Barry and maybe a guy like Fogel to make it work, the math work. But PK Subban, he's, he wouldn't cost very much. So as an example, if you're playing armchair GM right now, you could move a guy like Barry potentially to clear up some space, bring in PK Subban. They're almost the same type of player. Mm -hmm. You could probably save a little bit of money there. So that could be a potential mm. option if Ken Holland wants to go that way. Whether or not it actually happens, who knows? But we're in the silly season right now. There's literally nothing going on for NHL news. So this yeah. is the time when we make up the rumors. And how do you get P.K. Subban and Phil Kessel to town? That's what we're doing right now. It's August. Yeah, is, you start to dream. Yeah, <laughs> Is P.K. worth it, though? I mean, 
Is he done? Subban is he's not the guy that a lot of people remember anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because he's he's really only thirty. Yeah, he's not that old. He's not that old. No. But he's just been around for so long that people kind of he's just been around forever. But last year in seventy seven games played with the New Jersey Devils, he had five goals and seventeen assists, which yeah. isn't a great season. That's not the PK Subban as I mentioned that people generally remember when he was putting up sixty points in Montreal, mm-hmm. but. I think that he could provide the Oilers a big right shot defenseman at a savings, provided mm. that Ken Holland wanted to go the route mm. of trading a guy like Tyson Berry. I still think Tyson Berry's here when October, when the season rolls around. But like Grant said, it's August. It's fun to dream. It's fun to come up with speculation and trade ideas and how you can make the team better. But I could see Subban being here and being a productive player, provided that that rumor went anywhere and i could also say the same thing for phil kessel but i really want kessel mostly because it would just be a lot of fun wouldn't it it would be yeah. so fun i would have a kessel jersey i would yeah it would be a good time plus he can still score the you know well if you he guys still score plus yeah. the amount of merch we could crank out before <laughs> kessel and hot dogs man i would love it so much well i think you do a free hot dog day and if you do anything like that with oilers nation please include the locker room yeah we'll come out and help serve okay we could just set up a thing where if people are going to an oilers game we post up outside a crash hotel and we're just handing out hot dogs to everybody that walks in awesome idea <laughs> um we should mention quickly the um oilers nation golf tournament i know you've got a couple of spots but they're it's pretty much done right yeah we only got a couple of teams left and if you want to play in this tournament it's a lot of fun it is coming up next week august 19th yeah a friday at cattail crossing details are all available at nationgear.ca if you don't have a team of four though we've gotten some people that reached out if you don't have a team of four you can email tyler uremchuk he's putting together kind of mosaic teams of singles and stragglers that just want to play but maybe don't have a team of four those groups are always a lot of fun every year so if you want to play you just don't have the group we've got options for you so check it out at nationgear.ca or just hit me up on socials i'll direct you to the right place bag milk oilers nation thank you for your time my friend you're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. So this is a study. It's yeah. about when you need to shut your brain off. This was done at the Massachusetts General Massachusetts. Research Institute. <laughs> and they are claiming that the human brain is not meant to be awake after midnight. Okay. They said staying up after midnight only leads to more impulsive behavior and high-risk decisions <laughs> like drinking, <laughs> overeating, gambling, or criminal activity. <laughs> Is anger in there? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? Yeah. I bet. Here's the thing about this. We all we all see it. Mm-hmm. There's always a shift in the party. Yeah. And it's around midnight. I swear to God, this is not... And I always just assumed it's all everyone's been drinking for so long. No! It's something in your brain switches into like impulsiveness and... Yeah. Um, they said also staying up past midnight causes people to view the world more negatively than they do during the daytime. Oh yeah, when you're when you're up that late and you're sitting around, you know, a, a bonfire or whatever, the, yeah. the, the 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 conversation's never healthy. <laughs> it's never healthy after midnight. But you must not have any problems with that because you're usually in bed by nine. There's a handful of times in the year when I'm up past a certain point. Just, just based on you know weekend activities, long weekend, mm-hmm. whatever, and I, I, I never, I always regret it. I'm always regretting that <laughs> past the midnight time. It's not often I stay up past midnight anymore. 
Yeah, you, I got, like, you got the kids at home. Yeah, yeah, I'm usually like 11 o'clock. And just, honestly, the six, seven years of morning radio of waking up at 4 a.m., it's just... It's gotten to you. It's gotten to me. Yeah. 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 So by, by 10, I'm pretty tired. If you want proof yeah. of this, just hang out at, like, just wait till midnight and then drive down to Nim, uh, Jimmy's neighborhood. <laughs> right? The guy that was outside A&W this morning that I, when I was getting a coffee... He was talking to himself. Like, that guy had been up all night. Well, he, needed didn't he, to, he needed to go to bed at 9. Didn't he knock on your window or something? He came asked? up to my window and said, Sir, can you roll down your window? And I just looked at him and said, No. <laughs> <laughs> I looked straight ahead. I told you the story about the guy that tried to get in the car. Mm, in Jimmy's was, neighborhood, right? No, oh, no this actually, was in your neighborhood. Was in St. Albert. Yeah, this was in St. Albert. I just pulled out of my neighborhood, and I was turning left on, on a sort of a major route. Yeah. And um, I was looking, you know, both ways. I kind of look left, I look right. And I see this guy walking up to my car door. Yeah. And he, he's just from, a, I didn't notice him at first. And he walked up and he opens the door of the car. And well, I'm you like, got the, the automatic sliding doors on the van. <laughs> it wasn't, I do not have a minivan. <laughs> and he got the door open and yeah. I, I'm like, what the hell? He goes, I need a ride. And I punched it. <laughs> I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> We've had a couple of weird encounters. It's I picked getting up, weirder. Like, it's, it's only, getting, getting, weirder. It's only like, getting weirder. Like, he's picked me up in the morning, and there was some girl. I don't know what she was on. She was on something, and she was dancing in the middle of the road. He's trying to drive around her because she was, like, right in and the middle she, of the two intersections. Like, and then Jimmy, uh, she bolted when Jimmy started walking towards the car. Even our building here, we're south side. Yeah. We're uh, just, just north of the white mud. And there was always, since I started working here, there's always been homeless people wandering around. Yeah. But they're always pretty normal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you'd catch them banging every once in a while or whatever. <laughs> They'd have little drug circles. Yeah. But I've now seen a it's of like parks. every time I see them, they're walking in circles, muttering to themselves. Yeah. There's yeah. something, something happened. They something happened. The last they're going to bed of, too late. <laughs> they're going like, to bed too late. Like a couple of nights ago, I was standing at the corner and there's someone behind the liquor store across the street puking their guts out in the yeah. middle of the parking lot. Yeah, yeah. You see weird things, man, When because we, we're up early. Uh, that one, the one, one of the oddest ones was when I was picking you up at your apartment. And that guy tried and to guy, sell you uh, some Bluetooth speakers. Yeah, he biked up. <laughs> and um, and he had a bucket of stuff. Oh, I got some Bluetooth speakers. I got some, do you want some coffee cups? And I'm like, and, no. And he goes, well, you being such a dick. I'm like, it's 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Where was this again? The excavator story? This is in Salt Lake City. <laughs> so in Utah, this I guy this um, is facing charges after he walked to a construction site, stole an excavator, Drove it uh, one and a half kilometers to a nearby grocery store and then dug up their entire parking lot. <laughs> well, and he, he blew some water lines. He almost hit an electrical line. Yeah. Like, yeah he clearly didn't know what he was doing. But um, he was clearly upset at the grocery store. Yeah, he had to pay for a bag. He had to pay for a bag. <laughs> so he walked so out to a construction up. site. <laughs> <laughs> Got an excavator, went back there and ripped up their parking lot. <laughs> I'll have two bags. They charged me. They charged me fifty cents. Oh, it's so annoying now, right? I know. I try to remember to take bags I in, but I never. I, never. I, actually, I actually try and keep uh, grocery bags in my backpack. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's probably a good idea just to yeah. have them handy because, I mean, it, it's part of, we had a conversation earlier about how we treat the world like a toilet, and then mm-hmm. we're sitting here complaining that the grocery store charges us for bags. Well, I was, say, I was thinking with this, it's kind of a, a fun idea rather than you always threaten to burn down Shaw. Okay, hold on. That's a little extreme. <laughs> Why don't you just, like, steal some power tools and... And dig up their Mess parking their building lot. up a little bit. <laughs> Just a go. jackhammer, take the sidewalk out. Like rather than burn the whole thing down and go to prison, I've never. <laughs> we have plenty of audio of you There's, threatening to burn is, down the Shaw building. Uh, it was Shaw, and I think it, that was back. And didn't he also? Uh, a then, couple of cell phone okay, companies. In a weak moment, in a weak <laughs> moment, I may have said something like, "I I want to run around the building with a jerry can of gas," but I never said what I was going to do with it. Okay. I'm pretty sure I could find audio. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Not the kind of threesome you would wish for, but it's probably going to be the only threesome you'll ever get. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Thank you.